welcome to Astro Talks with Los Angeles-based professional astrologer, Astro Chris, your source for weekly astrology, spiritual talk, and moon magic. Your energetic support is much appreciated, and I thank you for your five-star rating. You are a star. Gracias. In this week's astrology, we have some amazing aspects. This is changing the energy of the week as the past few weeks have been a little bit more challenging and movable. Now, this doesn't mean that we might not feel any of the residue or the play out that the cosmic stars created in the last few weeks but it does mean that we're going to receive a little bit more ease. Sometimes with ease comes laziness. However, it's also great to have periods of rest whenever we've been overwhelmed and not had a lot of time to recharge, reflect, so we can plan and execute later. So let's start with the moons throughout this week. We begin the week on Sunday and the moon is transitioning from Pisces to Cardinal Aries. This means we're going to start off the week with Cardinal energy. We're starting something new. We're taking action and initiative. So it's going to feel like the week starts very quickly and it progresses very quickly and then we get the transit of the moon into Taurus which concretes and grounds a little of this energy but still focuses on the Mars project that was started when the moon was in Aries. Two days after that the moon then transitions into the sign of Gemini which is going to influence our mind very much this week as Mercury is making a few aspects which are very important during this week and we do end on Sunday with the moon in cardinal cancer now it only spends a few degrees in the sign of cancer and then we start the next week monday so i'll report on that energy later so as you can see we start with cardinal energy so this is a fast-paced moving energy and we also end with cardinal energy energy on sunday which is also fast-paced but it's much more flowy because it's water energy it's cancer energy so this week is going to feel like it's going by very very quickly because the momentum starts fast now what is happening throughout the week on tuesday we have mercury forming a trine to uranus and this is happening at 10 48 a.m and this is on august 16th when mercury and uranus communicate especially in a trine the energy is much easier now this doesn't mean you might not feel some of the shadowy or more less pleasant effects of this conjunction as anything touching uranus makes its presence felt by causing a little bit of nervousness a little bit of overstimulation but with a trine it's much more flowy 
Mercury trining Uranus speeds up the mind. This means that ideas are going to be coming in extra quick, like epiphanies galore. And it, it is in Earth signs, and Mercury is also in a very good position as it's in the sign that is considered exalted. So this means that these ideas that you're able to get during this time are going to be very beneficial for you to speak into truth, meaning you're going to get ideas that are go going to take you to the next level of your development. And it's not just because of Mercury making that trying to Uranus. It's also because shortly after that trying to Uranus, hours after Mercury makes a trine to the North Node and because it's trining the North Node, it's also sextiling the South Node. So Mercury is talking about future. He's talking about things that are going to be playing out in the future for you that are actually evolving you. Now, when there's a sextile to the South Node, we can be tapping into our gifts and doing things that are going to be... Um, influenced by our talents and our experiences and even our karmic relationships or karmic patterns that we have but because it's a trine at the same time you learn from the experience you had from that south node and you alchemize it so then you can evolve and change it and really teleport that's what it is you actually teleport to a new life it's like quantum jumping you're jumping from one point to another point and you might not see a lot of changes in the material level immediately but in, in in the energetic level in the auric level in the um spiritual field in the dimensional field you will see tremendous growth which then starts kind of like shifting like a puzzle and everything's falling into place and you open up new horizons. So this is actually really, really great. From there, we have a beautiful aspect that Venus and Jupiter form. So this is Venus in Leo and Jupiter in Aries. And this happens on Thursday at around 1 a.m. in the morning. Uh, and that's August 18th of 2022. This is an extremely beautiful aspect. The problem with these two is that we can become a little bit more nonchalant and lazy and just kind of stuck in like pleasure mode. And this is literally like a spa energy like this is the week where you want to schedule those spa treatments or you actually want to go to them right you schedule them on monday and by thursday you're heading to your appointment so it is energy of pampering yourself of relaxing of taking care of your body and then we look at the energy of jupiter he's talking about your spirit so it's like a whole embodied treatment and honestly i am a sucker for a good reiki session a good tarot read or a good astrology reading and this would be the week that you get a lot of positive 
and helpful information, not just from readings or the things that you do, but Jupiter also rules teachers and your mentors and professors, wise people that are willing to help you and share their knowledge. So you might get just the advice or help or the hand that you needed to guide you to the next step. It's actually very enjoyable. It's also a day that we can overdo things and overindulge. And I kind of find when we have this combination of a very stimulating aspect, like Mercury and Uranus, and then we have a very lax and, you know, like laid back aspect like Venus and Jupiter, that our energy gets a little bit depleted. But it's not that it's a bad week. Like we don't feel like it's a bad week. We feel like everything's like, you know, running smoothly. And then from there, we kind of reflect on like, whoa, where's the week going? Let's just kind of step back a little bit and relax. So I really recommend that you go with the flow this week. Obviously, the aspects that we're making this week are not as bad. We do have a couple here and there that are a little bit challenging. But I mean, it's not like when Uranus and Mars conjuncted to the North Node. Now, this week we do have trines from other planets re-triggering that same point. 18 degrees, it's very important because that's where that conjunction took place. And then we have one of the planets that was passing through that degree is moving out of Taurus, that's Mars, during this week. So there's a big highlight, but you're going to be able to tap into the more positive expression of the conjunction that happened weeks ago if we're able to first listen to the synchronicities and the epiphanies and the ideas and not keep them bottled in as an overstimulant, but really be able to take action on them and maybe not necessarily go, go full force, but set up a plan and then kind of sit with it. And you would be sitting with this like idea, um, this plan that you want to execute during that trying from Venus to Jupiter and then after that you can maybe start setting some of those steps in motion that you've planned out. So it's a very lax week when we have Venus and Jupiter forming a positive aspect. It's actually one of the luckiest aspects whenever any planet communicates with Venus and Jupiter and then we have both of them communicating it's just very, very positive, which I feel this is actually what we needed after all uh, this cosmic activity that happened the weeks before. Now, another thing that's going to happen that starts to get the weekend a little bit more in a hectic or more speed up energy is when we have the Sun and Leo making a in-conjunct aspect to Pluto in Capricorn. This is happening at 26 degrees of Leo and in Capricorn. And this happens on Friday, August the 19th. So it does start off the weekend 
with a different energy. We started off the week with a lot of ideas and a lot of um, evolvement and going forward. Then we kind of relax a little bit. And then after we snap out of that like relaxing stage, we then kind of trigger some nervousness. We trigger some insecurities, some fears, some struggles or power struggles. Because remember, anything aspecting Pluto, especially when it's a tougher aspect, like an inconjunct, a square, an opposition, the lower qualities of Pluto are usually expressed. Now, that that doesn't mean that it's always going to be like that. Um, sometimes we can't use the more positive qualities of Pluto, which could be that you feel much more confident, much more in control, you're sure of your decisions, you feel like you are in a position where you're like being respected and there's power and you're in a great leadership because we're bringing in the energy of both Leo and Capricorn together and infusing it. So there's definitely a possibility to feel like that. But in general, I always see it's a combination of both and first it triggers like some insecurity, maybe some self-confidence issues or you're doubting some of the things that you have to do. Like, there is this the best decision and is this the best way so I can show off my skills, so I can show that I'm still in control, so I can show that I have um, the ability to maintain in this leadership position and whichever, you know, so it brings like leadership things and confidence things and also triggers those fears and insecurities because of Pluto. This could also be a time where you see um, people in leaderships and then the general energy of power being played out and expressed to to the community, to the network. So it could be something like that. It could also be um, something because the the sun represents the father. It represents people that, or especially the male quality that are in positions of leading. So um, whenever we do have that Pluto aspect, it can bring some of those um, issues or emphasis on the father some way some shape some form or maybe you have to tend to the father or the father figure or even um, it can play out with bosses so it might not necessarily impact you where you feel this Pluto energy messing with you it could be that you experience others having issues with either um, the father maybe the father the health is a little more impacted or more sensitive because this is a health aspect whenever we have an inconjunct that means that planet the other planet that's forming that aspect with it there are six houses away from each other and the sixth house is a health house so this aspect is always a health issue and it could also be an attack to your own health because this is more mundane, this is more in general, that, that doesn't mean that everyone's health can be uh, impacted this way. But in general, whenever we do have an aspect of such, we feel a little bit more tired because it's a hit on our energy and vitality. So we have to be careful that we are taking that time to rest, to recharge. Again, if you're feeling really, really bad, you need to go see a doctor because this is not medical advice. So you do need to go see a doctor, schedule those appointments, 
because they're going to be the ones that can best diagnose what it is that's it's what's going on now if you're not feeling like that's the case make sure you're drinking plenty of water and you're because the energy starts with a hot moon so that means you're going to be a little bit more dehydrated this this week and then we you know it kind of flows into other signs but the beginning of the week starts a little starts a little fired up and drier so you do want to make sure you're hydrating yourself so you can maintain your energy and then from there we have the one of the biggest aspects of the year which is what we've been waiting for this is mars going into the sign of gemini which happens at 12:53 a.m. on August 20th and when mars goes into gemini i mean <laughs> you definitely feel that mars is always down for a plan he's always down for an adventure he's always down to let the world know that he's here and he's here to conquer and when mars is in gemini he depletes his energy a little because he is over excited it's like over curious i'm here i'm there i'm doing this i'm doing that and mars is going to spend about 7 months in the sign of gemini this means your gemini house is going to be lit i mean i don't really think this is a super bad placement for mars but i can tell you it is a placement where your fire runs really high and then runs really low and this is because mars's energy is hot right and the energy of air feeds into mars's fire which then sometimes we have that little tiny dancing flame like the candles dancing flame and then there's times that this turns into like a spreading flame so um yeah mars can get a little bit out of control in this energy and it, it, definitely mars is one of the planets that we look at for our energy level also the way we execute things so this transit is going to take some balancing of um first mars learning to multitask because this is not really a transit where you can say just focus on one thing just focus on one thing no mars and gemini needs to do multiple things and maybe we can say okay two or three but mars and gemini usually doesn't want to do two or three they want to do like 10 <laughs> so it's going to push us in this gemini house to do a lot of things and this is going to mean something different to everyone especially because everyone has a different gemini house right so for me gemini rules my 11th house and i'm a leo rising so for other placements gemini is going to rule a different area of your life and you're going to see this like tremendous curiosity this broadening of wanting to do more around this area and you needing to really learn how to delegate it how to do a few tasks versus all of them at once 
So it's a very interesting transit. And not just because it's in Gemini. It's because anytime Mars spends a lot of time in one house, he likes to renovate a lot of things. He likes to like go all over, reconstruct. He's one of the ancient rulers of construction. And he's the engineer. And what do engineers do? They perfect some systems. They reorganize things, right? But this is more like a whole body experience, not just like organizing like the Virgo way like maybe filing and categorizing no this is more like hands-on so we're definitely going to feel this transit now immediately when mars goes into the sign of gemini we already have mercury forming and applying opposition to neptune now the exact opposition doesn't happen until august 21st at 12 25 a.m but applying meaning approaching planets to an exact aspect are the energies felt stronger they're more much more stronger than the separating because it's like you're still climbing the mountain and you haven't reached the mountain once you reach the mountain that's like the satisfaction that's the peak that's the triumph and then you have to walk down so it's like separating there's not much excitement right (laughs) like you're not waiting to get to the top anymore so the aspect itself starts disappearing, but it's still there. I mean, you're still at the top. You're just making your way down. And I'm not saying that separating aspects are not strongly felt, but they're not as forceful or um, in your face, like an approaching aspect. So when we talk about Neptune and Mercury aspecting each other, because Neptune is the modern ruler of Pisces, And Mercury has a different expression in the sign of Pisces. He's not in his Virgo element in that sign. He's not very practical, very organized, sharp communication. In the sign of Pisces, or whenever he taps into Neptune, which is the ruler or the modern ruler of Pisces, Neptune tends to communicate more telepathically, more artistically, more through energy versus very logical saying things out clearly so it does confuse the energy and this can kind of feel like a little bit of a mercury retro and um because of the fact that even though mercury is not retro right now during the same day mercury enters his shadow meaning he will travel through these degrees again when he does go retro on september 9th then he travels back to these degrees again it's extremely important because he started his journey with that opposition to neptune so this retrograde is going to be a little bit more felt but we'll get to that another time so in general when you look at the energy of the week we start very energized very positive epiphanies galore then we just kind of like trust that the universe has our back we want to relax and enjoy our time and then we start feeling a little little turning down of that energy when we have the sun more forming that in conjunct to pluto which is kind of like now showing us you know you really are a little tired take it a little easy and from there we end the week with 
Mercury making that opposition to Neptune. He's also a very big deal because by this time, Mercury is already calling the shots on what Mars is going to do in the sign of Gemini. So I will be going through the zodiac signs on my uh, IG live with Kathy from the Healing Gem. So catch me there so you can get to know more about how the signs are going to be feeling with this energy. There's a mix of very good positive aspects with at the end of the week kind of making some a little bit more dynamic aspects but nothing like the weeks before so i would like to thank you for your time thank you for your energetic support don't forget to like hit that notification bell or if you're catching this on the podcast your review would be greatly appreciated and as always stay open-minded and never stop asking what's in your stars have a great weekend and i will catch you later love and light